episode of Spirit Walking with Asa Hoffman. This is uh, Perspectives on the Reemergence. Um, and tonight I have uh, author, astrologer, visionary activist, Carolyn Casey, who is just an amazing human being. Uh, I, have, uh, I don't know Carolyn that well personally, but I've been reading her material since the mid nineties. Um, I've had several sessions with her and every time they have been incredibly illuminating and guiding for me. And uh, I asked her if she could come so I could share her with all of you. So thank you, Carolyn, for saying yes and for being here with me today. Woof, woof. <laughs> so uh, first I wanna know, how have you been through all of this since you know the beginning of the pandemic? How have you been doing? Oh, splendid. Right, because, <clears throat> so I was, uh, out and about, out and about in the fall, you know, and the thing uh, skidded back in March 3rd. Excellent trickster timing. And then <laughs> um, I, I'm quite happily secluded in general. I have a splendid animal team and live near the river and very, very lucky, really grateful. Um, so there's, um, yeah, well, while we have the luxury to feel for everybody under enormous stress, those parts of our team, um, but yeah, no, no, and 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 um, it, it was 1981 when I was making friends with astrologer Jim Lewis and looking through the ephemeris, the listing of planets, and he said in 1981, whoa, look at 2020, oh my God, it's the age of Capricorn. Uh, and then we both said, Saturn's structure of society, Pluto, death, rebirth. We wonder what form the cauldron of death and rebirth will take, we wonder. Well, many, of course, and they're yes. all related. They're all related. Uh, the, the second century medical writers said, um, pandemics always occur when tyrants are in power. We go, right, it's all, yeah. all the same thing. And then the huge surge of the, this, this powerful rising community story and the metabolizing of, of grief into powerful sacrament of kinship everywhere. Whoa, yeah, so yeah, rousing time. It is a rousing time, and it seems like it's been a really, uh, on the other end, a very creative time for a lot of people. It's been really getting people to tap into that part of themselves. Have you noticed that yourself? Yeah, well, I, I love, um, we, we look everywhere, right? So uh, a wonderful friend of mine who we did a great radio show last summer, but she was running the, the Tibetan Buddhist ministry in San Quentin, including Death Row. <clears throat> and she said, <clears throat> excuse me, many powerful things. She said very often she was the first person that all these inmates had told their story to, right? And she said, it always starts way back. It always starts way back. We want our, our deep, historic, reflective gaze. But for, for now, she said, um, <clears throat> one, one of her, her friends who's a lifer, right, came to her one day and said, you know, I see all these young kids coming into San Quentin, you know, that I knew on the street with their tough act and everything. And he said, but after a while, one of them's a fantastic sketch artist and the other's a fantastic guitar player. And he said, you know, it seems to me that if everyone just took a big pause, the world would be better. And it's like, okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you from, from San Quentin, wise person. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, well, I think the pause has been really good. And I think that the Earth Mother has let us know it's been good. Um, Although you know, in this country, oh yeah, just, I mean, we look around the world and we go, Italy is coming back with more bike lanes and a green energy thing, and other people just and we're stuck with the 
demonic toddler um, that we've outsourced authority to. And it's like, whoa. Ooh. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. So do you think that they'll, in this country we'll get it uh, or we'll just sort of like as we restart? Uh, well, you know, you know, I'm interested also planetarily too, like what the influences are and saying, because it seems to me that later on this year, there's there's more rabble rousing to be had. Yes, but it, but it all depends on us now, in a sense, you know, um, <clears throat> so, you know, so we have the giant cauldron into which to throw everything, really. I mean, everything is getting dumped and we're tossing everything in, you know, that we get to choose and then what to ladle out. Um, I mean, I like saying all war metaphors into the cauldron. They're they're good for a while, but let, let's think of something fresh, you know, and um, and and, you know, all teachings. <clears throat> um, you know, into the cauldron, you know, going, it, does it guide people to their own autonomy, their own leadership? Is it equal Mars and Venus, men and women? Is it equal humans and the rest of our kin on this planet? Is trickster truth saying play welcome? Yes, we ladle it out. No, we throw it back in for another round of, of, of bubbling, you know, so um, yes. And, and so a lot, and that includes everything, including astrology, right? Because people are like, what's going to happen? And it's like, you know, that's not really the question. <laughs> right. it's, it's not what's going to happen. It's um, what's available to play, right? And so Neptune, the intelligence of dreams and vision and imagination, stationing now. And, and we don't need to know astrology to practice it. The whole world is practicing it. Because at the Neptune-Mars conjunction, Neptune says, Solve coagula, dissolve and reimagine Mars in Pisces, right? It reimagined the police. It, it dissolve, dissolve, you know, liberate Mars Yang within us all from uh, swaggering, you know, swaggering warrior, compensatory warrior, compensatory weapons fetish, you know, and ladle out protector, guardian, strong enough to be gentle. There we go, there we go, you know, and and it's 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 dangerous. I mean, it, it is a dangerous time, but that's why engaging all of our skills. So, you know, because you were, you were on the summer solstice um, thing that I did with Deborah Felmuth, right? Yes. Well, I love that. And a couple of things that my, my wonderful buddy, long time, uh, who has lived in Syria for decades and until quite recently, and Syria and Vermont is her, her axis, but um, <laughs> she said many, whoops, my 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 phone thinks I'm talking to it. No, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> um, but but a, a couple of things. Um, uh, I I love that you know because we're reversing our perspective, and, and so many planets, parts of our collective intelligence are retrograde inward, inward, inward. You know, and um, uh, and so she said, you know, in Western culture, we think of the future in front of us there <laughs> and the yeah. past and back of it. Who cares? You know, um, she said in Arabic culture, it's the reverse. The yes. past is in front of us and the future invisible in back of us. And the future is crafted by our gazing at the caravan of mentors in our past, as well as the horrific past as well, you know. So now with everything, so many planets retrograde, it, it, it's, a, it's a reflective time anyway. 
and you can feel the disaster. I mean, already, uh, I mean, I, I don't go out much, you know, but, but already I'm like, too many cars on the road, stop that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then the theme of, you know, giant war Jeep military cars, you know, and, and it's challenging to not be teased into polarity like that ah, screw you no 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 we strengthen whatever we oppose it's training every moment you know the dementors of doom you know feeding on cruelty you know feed on polarity strife riots you know there was the february 10th 2014 tweet um between steve bannon a trained esotericist i mean a really bad black magician guy <clears throat> but trained um and he tweeted to trump you know um uh i am lenin i want to destroy the state destroy everything whatever and trump back before the economy's in the tank and the country's gone to hell we want riots because riots will take us back to how it used to be when it was great it's a very simple playbook right so we want to not be played but, uh, but uh, you know, he wants that. But but I liked, um, without presumption or hubris, right, because we did on the summer solstice and I want everybody to engage in this imaginative, serious whimsy. You know, we imagined, you know, lavender, I added some ingredients, lavender, cannabis, psilocybe, mist, wafting over any potential conflagration uh, so that so that it's like a, a, a fizzling wet firecracker of a fart. And, that's what his event was. That's what his event was in Tulsa. It's like, all right, let's keep this up. You know, missed, missed, and not being snookered into face-off, even when we, yeah, that's, well, that's the, the dedication to the trickster spiraling Sufi Akito, Bodhisattva Coyote, <laughs> syncretizing. Right? Because for everybody, right, it's, it's Jupiter and Capricorn says, well, who brought what and how has everything we've ever studied and every different chapter of our life and what we did, no matter if it was a straight job or not a straight job, it's got some energy because see, right now, of course, is um, the, the structure into which so much investment is gone, is gone, right? But the energy that went into it is available. Um, so what shall we envision um, and that's, it's, 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 it's happening. I mean, there is, there is yeah. goodness and um, well, yeah. Yeah, no, I was just going to say, and I, I think that what you're illustrating and all that is the importance of really anchoring to our imagination and using it and casting our spells with, through our imagination and what we choose to imagine and realizing like these retrogrades, one of the things that always disappoints me when I, I hear conscious people speak of retrograde with so much fear uh, and not recognize the inward opportunity that it is the, it's the, certain yin moments to to go within and to connect uh and there's opportunity in those retrogrades and this is a really important time of us connecting in and and remembering that there's power in there that we can do it's not just in our doing it's all about it's also about the coming back of the divine feminine you know it's really about not just moving from the patriarchal patterns of the past but but really engaging the divine feminine within each of us so I think, uh, I know. <laughs> well, well, see, I mean, I'm, I'm also, I'm also just in, I, I just like throwing all, all, all language, you know, well, this is impossible, of course, but, but a lot of language into the cauldron just to freshen it up. And it's like, so even part of me is like divine feminine, 
Yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Let's think of other things. Let's think of. Well, other you things. go for it. You're very good at that, and I'm, I'm very I, I, open to I the inspiration. I mean, but but on the other hand, it's it's like a diagnosis. We we start with the the uh, the the limited like um, you know psychiatric or physical diagnosis, and we use the word just to get the conversation going, and then we throw the word out and 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 what what's the you know what's the other way of telling the story? But um, yes, no. Well, so yeah, absolutely fair enough. You know. Um, you know the the um the 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 dancing of venus and mars you know and 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 mars heroism yang our connection to animals and fairy tales it's our wise instinct you know and 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 so it is it is a democracy we love mars venus the moon these are all qualities in unique arrangements in each one of our inner democracy but but i think you know um you know before us is is the assignment to insource our Saturn, our authority, right from wherever we've distributed it, wherever anything would make us cringe, you know. So it's father or police or professor or what, or in this case, you know, we've outsourced Saturn leadership to you know dementors, and um, <clears throat> and so that the idea of inhaling, just even now, just it's always useful inhaling to our Hara to where where our, our Saturn lives, it's our, our goat, our center, you know, um, because authority contains the word author related to the word authentic, which is a great thing we aspire to. And it says either we have our own authority or the world is authoritarian, right? So it's, it is part of this inner outer dynamic. And um, yeah, I don't know if we've spoken of this before, but your team doesn't know. But so, um, because wh when I when I emerged from the Republican convention, because I went as Mythic Press, <clears throat> and um, and to the Democratic one too, but I, I did emerge and I, I did fall to my knees under the stars outside the Media Motel and go, oh no, oh no, you know, um, we're getting smoked on what should be our strong suit, all good-hearted people story craft language craft metaphor craft uh because the the hillary had no story craft and and the toxic mimic you know but uh, you know trump up, up there said i will bring to you the greatest dream you've ever had since you were born right he, i mean he's drawn all this stuff so i'm like oh no so i as i fell to my knees i was like oh help oh help you know we we want to cultivate our you know all of us crafting the irresistible inclusive guiding meta narrative come on this way here you go then <laughs> um and um and and so I, I i have turned you know um and and will turn more to this really interesting book the battle for britain by dion fortune she's one of my sort of spirit yeah. mentor aunties right so in world war ii the british government engaged the spiritual ritualists of britain to cooperate to weave a spell of protection over Britain. And it's completely interesting. And uh, so I've been rereading parts of it, just opening it up kind of in a divinatory way going, oh, that's great. But, but she talks about, um, and she's writing as the bombs are falling, but she said, but our vision, we, we, were, we were clear about how it was gonna turn out in a good way. We held steady and we made sure that our own atmosphere was calm, Otherwise, how else could we possibly shape the soul of the country? I'm like, oh, all right, let's up our game, right? We're talking yeah. about the soul of the country. Let's talk to them about the soul of the country. What a good idea, <clears throat> you know? <clears throat> so, um, 
yeah, and and then they were they were well, for all of us, the pragmatic mysticism of now, metaphors are the incarnational garb whereby power enters the world. So all esotericists, including up to no good Steve Bannon, um, but know this. You know, the, the word metaphor means to carry across from backstage to onstage, from invisible to visible, and and we have this. Um, you know, metaphors incarnating into actuality, especially now. And I, it's all speaking to us, right? So, so we had right behind us the summer. So Tulsa fizzled, right? The conflagration didn't happen. <clears throat> and then we had the solstice and then the eclipse new moon um, at zero cancer, whose image, there are images for each degree of the zodiac is, you know, a sailor lowers one flag and raises another one. And it's like, that's what they just did in Mississippi, right? They, they lowered the Confederate flag. Yeah. Um, and it's like, ooh, goosebumps, goosebumps, you know, and, and there's a huge consensus, like there really is a, a rising sane, reverent common sense, the renaming of military bases. It's a start, you know, uh, the renaming of, yeah, Princeton going, oh, forget that guy, Wilson, he was a terrible <laughs> racist or renaming, it's, it's pretty big. You know, and, and when there was intelligent conversation about, you know, defunding the police and reimagining the whole thing, I go, people are getting pretty good at this, throwing into the cauldron. Yes, it's, they are. Absolutely. A, it's, well, it's, and I think, you know, look at the amount of people and the diversity of the people coming together around the issues, you know, so it's really, we're seeing multi, multiple cultures and, and backgrounds and all sorts of people coming together uh, as you say, like, you know, what's, what's your gift? What do you have to bring to the table? What do you have to throw in the cauldron? Like so many of them coming together around that. So I think that that's, uh, you know, it, it's what we're here to do, right? We're here to align and work together and to, to collaborate and create, co-create. Right. And, um, and oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I just, you know what, I, I do want to keep going on the subject, but cause you mentioned along the way in there, I wanted to ask you a little bit about mythic news and, uh, and just, you know, the inspiration for it, and just to talk a little bit more about it for those who don't know what mythic news is. Ah, well, the, the idea, we, we all have mythic DNA, right? Everything real, everything symbolic. So, so we remember, we, we have a memory of, of humans gathering, you know, to gather and collect wisdom. And, and we have a memory of, you know, 20,000 years or more where people would gather at the solstices and equinoxes and other times too, but they would gather to invite in power. Come on in power. We don't source power, right? Uh, we invite it. And one of the purposes of art is to, is to magnetize power into the world to animate the proffered template. You know, so magic, you know, at solstices and equinoxes, Oh, literal and symbolic light of sun, you know, come on in and illuminate this painting, this writing at the back of the cave that we don't usually see, but this is the story our community wants to animate. They'll be doing this for millennia, right? <clears throat> so, <clears throat> so we do remember that, um, and what a good thing to do. Um, but I think also part of our strategy is the, the Dementors are quite, have been, have been quite cunning at creating mob mind, um, inviting and permitting the worst of reactivity and hotness, heat, you know. So it behooves us to invite the best of humans, you know. Come on, 
you know, don't, you know, everybody, everybody has a, has a, a, a dreamer, you know, a, a Democrat, an idealist, a sense of mission going, come on. And, and, you know, the, the simplest form of initiation that we have abandoned generationally, you know, um, what was really simply like, uh, come, we need you. We need you to help build Stonehenge. We need you to build the Green New Deal. We, we need you. We love what we do and we want you, we need you to come join us. So the, the catch there is it's, you can't really effectively invite somebody if you don't love what you do, right? It's like, we hate our job, come, come be in prison with us, right? And it's like, no, you gotta, you know, so it's a, it's a time, you know, Venus, emerging from the underworld now i haven't seen her yet but she is the morning star i know people have seen her and i'm going to the beach soon where right before sunrise we can see venus return so the mythic news um we <clears throat> we know that cultures symbolically embedded their science in their myths and fairy tales um so the the anonymous is the venus astronomical cycle and there's a fabulous uh, essay by William Irwin Thompson on the fairy tale Rapunzel, in which he absolutely teases from in it the, the, the biological history of the planet Earth, the orbital cycle of the moon, Mars, and Venus. Uh, incredible. So that, that's a whole interesting thing. But the Venus cycle, you know, the mythic news, um, and so many people would know this, but all cultures prior to our own, you know, really noticed Venus, right? Because her cycle is so symmetrical. We are pattern tracking beings. So Venus will be the evening star as she has been for the last many months blazing after sunset, you know, just, whoa, and then slowly sinking into the gloaming, you know, and it's, she gets close to the sun, that's called Venus going to the underworld. And then she rises as the morning star, which is, she's doing now, according to our different latitude. Um, but it's really when we get to see her, you know, setting the alarm and going, the heliacal rise of Venus. So in Mesoamerica, Venus is Quetzalcoatl, a guy, right? Um, and to them, um, what it would say, their mythic news <clears throat> is that Quetzalcoatl is a pretty good leader, and then he gets remote, and Tetzcatlipoca, the lord of the smoking mirror, whispers in his ear going, you're getting old, you know, but here, drink this balche, drink this power intoxicant, you'll feel much better, right? So he drinks it, and he does terrible things, and sleeps with his sister, and, you know, sells out to corporations, or whatever, and he, and he wakes up going, oh, I have really messed up, and he goes away, okay? Um, <clears throat> to return. Um, so in Mayan culture, this would be like, oh, we got to reinvent leadership. It's become corrupt, right? So that's, that's their thing. Um, and it's a, it's a terrible, trippy mistake that on the time when Venus Quetzalcoatl was to return, Cortez showed up. And during the Republican convention was also when Venus was returning as the morning star. And again, like Cortez, they mistook no, it's not a, it's not a guy. It's a myth born within <laughs> all of us of wisely. Oh no. But, but see the Dementors are pretty skillful at hoovering up, you know, George W. Bush yes. declared war on Persian New Year, you know, March 21st, uh, sacred to new life, bomb and kill things. And, and, and Trump was going to on Juneteenth go to Tulsa, largest, you know, white riot, murderous riot. You know, it's like, no, no, no. Put your hands up and back away from the sacred days. Oh, no, no. Um, and then he hoovered over to the 
so um so for us now what what's you know where where are we and there's many strands there's eight million stories going on but so so you know the in the myth uh, the the rape and kidnapping stories are way late way late um the the descent to the underworld which we all do you know uh, and now culturally, we're all in the underworld and how do we cooperate with that? You know, so, but it was always not a rape or a kidnapping. It was a, an initiation, you know, everybody at the Ellicinian Mysteries, they were definitely tripping. Um, but, <clears throat> um, but everybody saw Persephone, Proserpina, first serpent woman, having descended a maiden returning a bleeping initiated queen. <clears throat> And, you know, for all of us, you know, descend a puer, return a guy, um, descend a puella, la, 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 return, <laughs> substantial. So that's part of the cauldron. And in the underworld, right, I, I, like, I, like, I like making light of darkness, the underworld's, you know, um, uh, spa special. Um, the, the underworld spa special as, you know, for everybody, a, a lavender rose scrub, right? This week's spa special from which to remove any inquisition attractors, any little sneaky Velcro inquisition attractors from our skin to, to redesign ourselves, right? How do we want to emerge personally and collectively? Yeah, well, which is what we're doing right now, right? That's what yeah. We're yeah. Um, so if somebody wants to catch uh, Mythic News, how do they do that? Ah, well, they can go to coyotenetworknews.com, uh, coyotenetworknews.com, where there's a plethora of radio archives every week for 23 and a half years. I've been doing the Visionary Activist Show. Um, uh, not every show is a winner. I mean, as you know, right? <laughs> right? Just yeah. like you win some, you lose some. It's like, oh, that wasn't quite what I had in mind. But uh, And some are really fantastic, you know. Um, but it, but it's all critique, well, ideally, critique and solution, analyze and bless, right? So it's, it's the whole dynamic. And, and I should say when Venus returns in the Inanna form from the underworld, where, where she is now for all of us, that's when she becomes a trickster. Um, and the Sumerian poetry from 3,500 years ago, very trippy. Um, because after coming back from the underworld, right now, this is where where we are right now in this in the narrative she um <clears throat> she she lounges around for a while going that was really intense <clears throat> and the the idea occurs to her as she's contemplating her vulva right going oh it is so great to be a woman i know i'm going to rescue human culture and human culture has been stolen by enki the god of wisdom who's become a tyrant so it's very sophisticated of the sumerians to say anyone unchallenged will become tyrannical, even the God of wisdom or the head of the university or the whatever it's. So challenging in a playful, liberating, intending liberation way is great. So, and, and it's also very hip of them to, to basically say, <clears throat> Enki has stolen human culture and left empty celebrity baubles. They, they, they kind of put it like that and it, you know, vacuous things in its place. So Inanna and her best friend, they sail to Enki's Island, but being a woman or Venusian within us all, trickster redeemer, she doesn't go grr. She gets him drunk on beauty and poetry. Mm. You know, and for, for all of us right now, you know, Venus is trining, you know, emerging from the underworld, trining Saturn. We make our dedication, you know, where are we willing to partner with what we love to be its voice? And how do we want to calibrate 
you know, uh, to be messengers, you know, uh, from big mind, you know, to um, sending, sending and receiving. So, um, so as she gets him drunk on beauty and poetry, he gives back to her what he's stolen, you know, these parts of human culture. Here's science and astrology and real estate and music. And she puts them all in her boat and she sets sail. Um, and Enki wakes up and discovers, you know, and he sends demons after her. That's important too. We, we got demons coming, but she's so pumped up on the friendship and her little coracle woven boat and the triumph of the whole thing that she fends them off with alacrity. And that's how Venus Inanna brings culture back to humans. And then they can have a wise renaissance of humans cooperating with nature. There we go. So that's a 3,500 year old myth, but it plays out every time. And we're in that cycle now. All of us, I, I, I love. Um, I like being in that cycle now. I think hmm? it's a very, I said, I like being in that cycle now. I think it's a very exciting cycle to be a part of. It is. Incus that says, um, they have a line that says, um, we had little, we have all been close to death. Then we found rhythm. And now we have much, right? So it's like Saturn, authority, rhythm. You know, <clears throat> the, 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 <clears throat> the band that used to be known as the Dixie Chicks, because they just thrown Dixie out, they just yeah. came out with this fabulous, rousing soundtrack for our renaissance called March. I don't know if you've seen it yet, but it's No, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write oh. that down and I'm going to get it. Oh, no, it's fa just on YouTube and, and it's fabulous. And it, and, and it mentions, you know, all the people who died and, you know, the history of the thing and the whatever, but it's, but it's goosebumps, right? And, and it's a fabulous music and video collage. And you see people, you know, in the streets and singing Stand By Me and in the streets drumming. And it's like, right this electricity you know it is met with brute force you know the um you know uh, elijah mclean i mean just terrible murder of this lovely young man a year ago getting attention now and he was a violin player and a and a massage person and then he played violin for rescue dogs and just many and just <clears throat> but all these great violinists came from all over to play tribute to him and the police you know just yeah. just but but the music prevailed the music prevailed, you know, and, and, and so it is, it's like, so the Enki does send demons, but if we're in our little coracle boat and we have our team, we, <laughs> you know, you can't stop us. Right. So the, uh, by the way, I just downloaded your, uh, first episode of visionary activists. Oh, with James Homer. Yeah. I didn't realize it was available. And I, I don't know. I was, you know, of course, before talking to you tonight, I was, uh, poking through your website and I was like wait the very first show is available so I and, uh, and damn it I, is good um <clears throat> right because it was uh September 6 1995 I think or six um but uh yeah I scored James Hillman who was kind of a buddy so he was the very first show and you know when we listen to recordings we don't know you know enough with some trepidation and I yes because I, I remembered that I had in my mind I had talked too much and I, I had i that's true. Um, but he didn't mind. Um, but as I listen, have you listened to it? Uh, I haven't yet. I literally, no, okay. this was last night. I got right, it. So right, right. No, no, it, it's not like an obligation. It, it's like, I mean, I listened to it and I was entranced going, this is incredibly fabulously pertinent to right now. And it was very jolly and deep. Yeah. Anyway, so that, that was, that was fun. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, Hillman. Um, well, <clears throat> and, and all, all of our training, you know, I, I've, I've 
also trained as a curmudgeon whisperer. Um, you know, imp important, worthy men who are kind of curmudgeons, and I can I can get them playing. Woof woof, want to play? You know. Um, but you spent some time around them, isn't it? Do I remember correctly that your father was a congressman? Right. He was before I was born, but but it, but it's part of the kind of mythic aura. Yeah, he was. Um, uh, he was 54 when I was born, right? So I'm the youngest of five by a long way. It's kind of a, a good fairy tale spot, born into Washington, D.C. And my dad had been a, a new dealer under, under Roosevelt, right? Um, long before I was born, right? Um, but so I grew up with that Irish politics <clears throat> kind of thing um, and in this sort of political world. So really- yeah, I read something about you being, I knew that because there was somewhere, and I don't know where, this wasn't yesterday, this was a little bit back, but I remember reading something about uh, Kennedy, your father, and being, I think it was being on his shoulders or something. I don't know, there was something about the, uh, I think it was, you were at a, was that true at the well, Kennedy inauguration? Do I remember that correctly? Or yeah, yeah, you, you do. I was a little girl and I went with my dad to Kennedy's inauguration. There was four feet of snow and I was on his shoulders um, at the inauguration. And then I went as a little girl holding his hand to Kennedy's funeral. Um, and, um, and because of my dad's you know, connections, you know, we were in the Speaker of the House's office and yeah, all these, all these people came in and, and greeted my dad and said, you know, we called John Kennedy the young Joe Casey, my dad, and it's like, Oh, he was, he was sort of on that track and then decided not, you know, but, um, wow. yeah, so, so, so I've, I've been trained to tease metaphysics, even into the political and even academic. Well, that's what I've noticed. Right. So I always sort of right. see that dance. So that's why it was interesting to learn that about you. Cause I didn't, I did not know about that history until more recent. So, yeah. uh, so seeing it. Um, and I think, you know, from some of the shows I've seen uh, and listened to with uh, visionary activists, I feel like you do a very good job at weaving that, you know, of sort of illuminating, uh, shining a light in the dark, uh, and also sort of inspiring the creativity and the potential of what we can do from, from those dark stories. So, you know, I know for me that's been, uh, I've really enjoyed listening to it. It's been powerful. Yeah, and I think you have interesting guests and such a variety of people that come on. It is sometimes. Well, you're 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 very organized, right? Yeah, I'm I'm yeah. I'm, I'm getting there. Another twenty three years, maybe. Um, <laughs> sometimes it's really whatever, and sometimes it's the night before going. Mm, already, um, and sometimes it's like, oh, I should have read this person's book before I booked them. Um, yeah. But but always going back to practice what we're proffering, which is these things I know to be true. I don't always embody them, but I know they're true, that whatever we speak to one another is the part of them we're inviting to dance with the corresponding part of ourselves, right? Which is why we don't want to be judgy, because then we're inviting the least interesting part of somebody to dance with the grumpiest part of ourselves. Um, <clears throat> but I, I remember reading somebody's just very dense left-wing book before the night before they were guesting i'm you know the hegemony of the neoliberal and then it's like oh what are we gonna do uh, no no but remembered oh talk to the part you know and and this is the wolf wolf want to play you know that our emotional default setting be wolf wolf want to play and if somebody doesn't want to play that that's okay you know um but 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 that really worked i'm like and and also um in, in conversations, and, and I do talk across borders, you know, and I've been to Republican horrific things, the CPAC twice, you know, um, <clears throat> but um, 
but but see there's no prison for the unexpected and that's in terms of language too and and then reversing stepping out there are a lot of ways that we're all practicing to step out of polarity like rah, 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 and you go well what's your definition of good governance oh and defining things you know so so you know define define what what does neoliberal really mean yeah to define that you know and then and then you kind of open it up and i think one of the powerful things that's happening is you know language by repetition and 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 um, shrinkage uh, can can lose its power and become you know so words that are used a lot racism um, sexism right but but they but the word itself almost participates in the tyranny we need a story with it but now for everybody right racism has a video right so people go whoa so it's 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 not just a word. It's like whoa, and you know, and and that's what we want. We want the stories. You know, the you know the fact that you know all Americans. You know, in nine eleven were listed in the New York Times. You know, all Americans in the Iraq War were listed. No Iraqis were listed. No, 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 no honoring of their death. You know, you go whoa, or you know, in our in our in our fermenting now, and and that's also part of our trickster. Mm, repertoire that we're working <clears throat> working on um you know did you know because again people never mind being asked did you know unless we're snarky right you know did you know the kuwaitis were slant drilling oil into iraq you know this the first war you know no i didn't know that you know yeah. did you know you know that the um, confederate statues were mostly built in 1920 no i didn't know um so the more informed we are you know, and again, you know, well, you're many Gemini selves yourself and, and Venus, see Venus went to the underworld and when she returns now, now, um, the sign that she's in was setting the whole template for Venus for us for the next um, five years. And, um, and so she returned, she it's Gemini. Um, so she went to the underworld to recover breath, breathing, air, language language craft the capacity to speak conversationally and magnetically about really intense things right and um and that's part of the so so language one of the great technologies of intimate participation back for all of us to go language crafting and i and i love uh uh, a guest, radio guest, Max Dashu, great scholar of women's history, said the word craft means power from dedication. So mm -hmm. wonderful. So it's, you know, we could even stick it after our names. Asa Hoffman, craft. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast craft, language craft, witchcraft, witchcraft. It's, you know, um, and so well, the more words, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. Oh, go on, please. I was just going to say, so the more myths, metaphors, and words we know, the more neurological pathways of intimate cahooting we have, right? More language, more. And, and see, the unexpected language, I mean, <clears throat> some things I've said a lot, and you might have heard them, but nobody on your thing has. So, <clears throat> you know, but, but, but I did like when, when um, um, I, I repeat things, but I always have enthusiasm. So when I, when I went to CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference, there were really <clears throat> dastardly people there. Um, and I saw these kind of Austrian Ayn Rand economists, and one of them even had a 
black eye patch and a cane. And I felt contempt. I was like, Phew. and then aspiring to practice going, no, there is no communication until we've composted our harumphitude. So we all have a harumphitude composter, right? So composting harumphitude, right? And they marched right over to me, you know, because I mean, I always go as I am, you know, hi. And they're like, who are you? And, and I said, um, I'm Coyote Network News. I'm a mythological news service for the liberating trickster redeemer within us all. And they were like, oh, that is so cool. <laughs> and then we had this really interesting conversation. See, if I'd said I'm an astrologer, I'm a feminist, I'm an environmentalist, you know, no, there's, there's, there was, a, there'd be a prison for that already, but they hadn't heard about a mythic news service, right? And, and so for all of us to just design unexpected language liberates everybody. And that's the birth of the trickster redeemer within us all that really wants to come back. That's connected to nature's evolutionary genius. The, the in well, some tales, stories, I think the myth, I think creativity, I think it accesses the, the creative parts of our brain and, and our heart and all and many of the things that we've been uh, trained to move away from, you know, in our educational system and in our, our, you know, the world telling you to be productive, grow up and, you know, find a good career and be that, you know, identity. I think, you know, we've lost our myths. We've lost the stories that empower the archetypes uh, of our being to manifest, to share and want to share. And to hear other people's, right? I mean, one of the things I love is, is, and one of the reasons I enjoy you so much, I love hearing somebody else's archetype stories, right? And being inspired by that. It's not just your own, it's, it's everyone else's. And I would love to find another word for archetype. Sure, <laughs> I'm sure, you, you know. Listen, well, for the fun of it. Well, remember, you know, you're, you're, it's an old word, archetype, yes. right? It's very, very German, <clears throat> but I mean, it is old, but Jung really employed it in order to smuggle living, spicy, dangerous things into academia. Nothing to worry about here. It's just an archetype. It's not like it's like alive <laughs> or anything. And so I go, yeah, that was, that was his experiment, you know, to smuggle. We're all smugglers, right? Um, so anyway, so, so for myself, I, I, again, just to sort of think of, you know, and, and what replaces that, that's where we have a fountain of going, you know, there's Orishas, there's intelligences, there's what, I mean, you know, and, and, and nothing quite right, but, but it's also, you know, I've, I've been on a, um, a trickster jihad about the, being snookered into the use of the word vulnerable as a virtue, right? And it's like, no, it, because it, it's, it comes from the battlefield. It means woundable. So people are like, oh, my relationship is, we're both very vulnerable. It's like, that's really kinky. <laughs> are you sure? Are you sure? Like I showed the vulnerable parts of myself to the vulnerable parts of it. Anyway, so, so I, I, you know, aspiring to play, but not necessarily offend unless it's necessary. Um, but the, somebody I was talking to was, was like, no, well, I like the word vulnerable and it means you know, something I go, no, the etymology means woundable. He's like, well, well, what would you use instead? He said grumpily. And I go, well, it's not the same thing, but let's try it. You know, how about available? You know, I found the av available parts of my friend and I revealed the available parts of myself. And, and see, for all of us, we just get to, to like use a word and then like, well, let's play. Let's, let's use another word and see what that feels like. Oh, because so many people I work with in, in sessions, I mean, we're all equally working on this together, you know, but they go, I've been struggling with this issue of depression for years. And I go, well, 
how about we change the words? <laughs> how, how about we take the word struggle and throw it into the cauldron and ladle out the word dance? You know, I've been dancing with this issue for years and so, because then there's some hope. <laughs> See, because whatever we say, we get more of. You want more struggle? You know, and in street action and street language that I play with, um, you know, people are always going, we want you to join these people's long, and honor their long, hard struggle. It's like, I want to support their effective dedication. You know, like it could work, right? <laughs> um, you know, and, and say the trickster redeemer is, is also a guy. It's High John the Conqueror from the South and June 23rd, when the Dixie, the formerly Dixie Chicks, now just the Chicks, released their fantastic record, March on June 23rd, the most sacred day in all of New Orleans. It's when Marie Laveau, the great voodoo queen of New Orleans, where she is in back of me, um, and High John the Conqueror walk the streets, right? The myths. And the, and the historic figures incarnate back into actuality on that day. And we go, that's great. So High John the Conqueror is the great trickster redeemer of the South um, because he's interested, like Scheherazade, the power of the woman storyteller, liberating the land and the people, you know, uh, liberating the entire circumstance. This is kind of what we got to do. Um, and even the tyrant themselves, not counting on it, but willing. And that's it's hard to imagine the liberation of Donald Trump, um, but liberating the, but, but I hand it to everybody to work on, <clears throat> but, you know, but we're not counting on it, but, but to liberate the entire circumstance, right? It's, um, yeah. and, and hi, John the Conqueror is great that way because he's, he's, he's the trickster, you know, who's like, we're going to find a way out of no way and hit a straight lick with a crooked stick, right? So it's the trickster part of us coming alive now that likes impossible. You know, other parts of us are like, oh no, it's terrible, and Joe Biden, whatever, whatever. Um, and 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 Trickster goes, impossible. I'm on it. I like that. Yeah. Right. Well, and I think actually we're being asked not to be hypnotized by what appears to be impossible, not to be hypnotized by what's manifest in front of us, but to actually dream into reality uh, uh, what we want to see before us. Right. So, I think it's it's a part of uh, you know awakening those the the other aspects of our, our being the multidimensional self that we are. I right. know another word to probably change that word to it. That's okay. Oh, <laughs> which word? It slipped by me. Pick out it. Pick it all. You, 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 what was the word you smuggled? I'm still, by to, I'm still trying to think of archetype. I'm, I'm, I'm like playing with new words in my head as I'm listening to you. Well, uh, just, but but see, even that is just like okay. Well, there's nothing that quite well. <clears throat> and see, trickster, you're on us big now. You know, it says to all of us, we we are big forces of the divine. You know, or yeah. whatever whatever word we want to use, you know, um, we we don't care what you guys do, and Gaia's, um, we care the manner in which you do it that it comes from freedom and choice. So the same with vocabulary, you know, like like mm -hmm. I, I would love for us to you know just uh, throw the word fight into the cauldron just to give it a rest, <clears throat> you know, um, hmm. you know, fighting it's very hot, it's very hot, and our brain. When, when we use the word fight, even fight for justice, you know, our brain goes, ah, um, so, you know, and, and I'm not going to make Bernie Sanders talk about dancing for justice, but because, you know, what the hell, um, but, but Yorna says, you know, we can do anything we want, you know, but, but from choice, it's like, I have five words I really like here, and I'm choosing to use the word fight.
you know, I'm choosing to use the word archetype out of 20 things that I've thought about. And I, so whatever the hell, but it does want to come from a, a, a repertoire. And that's, you know, kind of part of our dynamic to, um, if we like freedom and democracy, you know, uh, to react to anything is not free. <laughs> um, to cultivate an ever larger repertoire of responses, right, is to ally with nature's evolutionary genius. And against all odds is, is good. I, I love Granny Weatherwax and Terry Pratchett's fabulous animistic novels. And um, she's going to do a bold move to save the world. And everybody goes, you, that's not realistic. You can't do that. A million to one chances against you. And it said that she smiled in a way that would have made wolves whimper and says, million to one chances crop up nine times out of 10 when your heart is dedicated. So buzz off, right? So <laughs> I love that million to one chances crop up nine times out of 10. So that there's a, you know, and it's also, I, I've been, you know, I, I, I read a lot. I, 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 I yearn for noir narratives and stuff. And so I, I've been watching some dark, recent uh, narratives and it's like quite compelling mm -hmm. trickster. without trickster it's kind of unrelenting dark it's like oh what was it you uh you broke up there i didn't hear it oh well um i i said that you know looking looking at the see that the 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 technology of storycraft, you know, coming out of many is, is, is fantastic. There are so many talented people. Yeah, I caught all that. It was just the last part. Yep. Oh, well, I, I have no idea. Um, <laughs> gone with the wind. Oh, there we go. Oh. And there's a movie. <laughs> right. And, 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 and see, we're all realizing where we're still dancing. Hmm? And we're still dancing. And we're still dancing, right? Um, but but as a little as a little thirteen year old, I mean, I used to eat, you know, with friends. We'd eat a pound of chocolate and watch Gone with the Wind, right? And it's like, oh, snookered. Well, see, I'm I'm really grateful because I grew up with pretty hip older siblings and who treated me as a, you know, kind of peer. Like so, I remember my brother's um, radical lefty friend from Harvard Law School when I was 12 said, Caroline, what do you think of the Vietnam War? And I said some blathery thing. And he said, I think that's complete bullshit. And, and, then, he, and then he explained it to me. And I'm like, oh, I'm so grateful. Yeah. <laughs> I got snookered. And somebody took the time. I, I aspire to never be snookered like that again, right? right? Not yeah, hypnotized by the trance. We want trances to break the trance. And, and there's a lot of, you know, wonderfully sneaky things. You know, there's prison masquerading as freedom. You know, there's a thing, yeah. you, know, and, you know, and how to distill that thing. Um, and I think it's really interesting that we're all taking a cultural break from festivals. Um, yes. Right? Yeah, that's really interesting. It's really interesting. I mean, I've, I've, I've worked at a lot of festivals, emceed, spoken word stage and everything like that. And, and they are, it is wonderful to gather and there's, you know, a huge collective intelligence. I remember at the Eclipse Symbiosis, 50,000 people, you know, and, and it was a, an ordeal for sure. But also you, you said, you know, no police, 50,000 people. And, and it's like, there's a lot of intelligence here that if something terrible happened, this would be a good team, you know, they would know what to do and, and self-regulating. But on the other hand, you know, um, beautiful, smart, interesting, great, but loud, cacophonous, 
teeth shaking at 4 a.m., many, you know, trance, metallic, electronic, heavy metal bands, and I go, that's really prison, that, that beat. It's like way too Mars. Where's Venus? Do, do is meant to support lyrical beauty. It's like, could we just have Native American flute for two hours from four to six a.m. or some? What, and what do the birds think, for God's sake, you humans? <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, and 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 then I just remember. Um, oh, I'm going to forget the name. Somebody really wonderful and important uh, introducing um, uh, great New Orleans uh, Aaron Neville um, uh, at at mm. the Gaia Festival and. Um, you know, and he looked at the incredible amount of creativity and booths and belly dancing and food. And he goes, is this here all the time? And I said, no, man, they put it up over the weekend. He's like, wow. Imagine, see, I'd like to see festivals transform into the rapid response team. Because he was like, imagine the team after Katrina comes and puts a, like, here's soup, here's tacos, here's belly dancing, here's a stage, here's a thing. And it's kind of that self-organizing, like just what happened in Seattle and happening, that intelligence of actual community and response, first responders. Ah, really community. great. Community is such a big part of that. And the community coming together to support itself. Uh, and being empowered to do so is, I think, uh, such an important part of the future that's being uh, rebirthed at this time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and I think it's it's going to be interesting with people not gathering. I mean, I think in some ways being sent home has people connecting more in a certain way at the moment. Uh, but it'll be yeah. interesting to see when they have a need to to come together and how they right. come together again. And, and you know, how that changes. Well, yeah, and and see mystery and uncertainty. Neptune says no. We're we're forming, Neptune stationing retrograde. What we do now has everything to do with how we feel at the end of November, for instance. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> when Neptune goes forward, and you know, somebody asked me to come, speak at a gathering, you know, in California in October. I'm like, no, 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 no. I just I don't. I I want to. I want a, an uninterrupted horizon of mystery because it's like, no, especially this country is like, whoa, and we, we want to be a first responding team. Okay. And we're available. We're available. Right. Uh, and, and that's part of the, um, the ancientness. I mean, the, the modern world has been addicted to the booby prize of certainty and that's not there at all. There's no certainty. <laughs> There is no certainty. Um, and see, I think the, the backstage ancestors go, look, that's fantastic. Look, Asa and Caroline and everybody here has run out of certainty. Uh, a, a round of applause. You know, um, that's a great accomplishment. Now mystery can find them. So it's like, we're available. We're, we're available to be danced into place. So I want to come back to you while I still have you. I have a couple of things back to you uh, I want to bring up. Uh, well, first of all, one of them, by the way, did you... Did I catch this that you at one time lived with either a coyote or a wolf? Oh, both, uh, both. I, um, I, I did, yes, I've, I've earned my credentials. I lived with Stella Coyote. Uh, I've lived with a coyote for 19 years, two months, two weeks. Um, uh, and for part of that time, I had a hybrid wolf. Wonderful, <clears throat> wonderful, wonderful being. Wow. So I really know wolves and coyotes. And um, yeah, I learned, I learned a lot. Um, and, and may all of our relationships be one in which you go, all right, we're all giving up something, you know, and may it be, you know, an evolutionary assist. And um, when we got to Stella Coyote being 18 years, 19 years, you know, I go, you know, 
it's working out. It's, you know, this deal is working out that you, you gave up a lot of freedom. It's a complex thing, but now you get a safe old age. Um, you know, and never has Coyote been so loved and tended maybe as much, but not more, you know, um, and, and to see what happens, see nature wouldn't have provided a safe old age. And what can we do? What, what is, what is good about our species? Right. And, and a, a safe old age, um, all kinds of qualities of intelligence opened up in her, like, ooh, you know, it, it's sort of like the scientists were, even recently, just the beginning of the summer or, or, or the spring, were saying, what possible use could postmenopausal mammals be, right? What possible biological use? And then they were studying the orcas and they're like, oh, the whole thing depends on the orca grandmother. She's the leader, 10 feet or two miles out. And the health and well-being of the community and her grandchildren, their longevity and well-being is increased enormously, even if they no longer know her. It's just it's like, take that, you scientist. Um, but <laughs> so, so with Stella, you know, what I learned was dogs, no shame. Coyotes, no. It's all telepathic negotiation. Um, and, you know, her mother was a dog, right? Otherwise, I would have given her a one-way ticket to Denver, right? So, but she looked completely coyote, and she was, she had, she was a two-mind being. But it was all wheel and deal, and I think it's really useful to us now. It's, you know, what anthropologists call transactional spirituality. <clears throat> because she, she would steal, not her word, but, you know, all, well, all kinds of stuff. Some of it witty, some of it terrible. Um, but, um but I would say, all right, you know, um, well, she took somebody's gloves, right? And of course, um, <clears throat> and two weeks later, she came and dropped a glove in front of me and, and very clear. And, and what, it, what am I offered for the other one? Right. And so I go, all right, some outdated pate from the co-op. She would arch an eyebrow, I mean, really. And I go, okay, two. She go, okay. And she'd bring the other glove back anyway. So, so see, I think it's like that now. And I think for all of us, um, to experiment without importance and, you know, but, you know, to, to remember that our ancestors and our indigenous ancestors knew how to go into a reverie backstage and broker working alliances with plants and animals. Um, yes. The Lakota, you know, said we didn't hunt alone. Those gifted, we would hunt with the wolves and coyotes. And if you want to destroy a culture, destroy that. So I'm very keen and developing different plays to this, but you know, for us to be able to go backstage and experiment and go, oh, spirit of wolf, that we are, we as a species have set in motion horrific things that are coming at all of us. Can we wheel and deal some? If we, you know, honor fire and creativity in our hearts, can we make the fires less? If we honor water more can we make the floods less but but as with stella coyote you know we got to really keep the deal we've got to keep i mean in terrible trouble terrible trouble and being you know impeached and uh, uh, world leaders i sometimes work with you know and i go well you know here's a deal if you do this if you you know do this environmental thing then you know maybe the spirits will get you out of trouble and then they got out of trouble and they and they go i'm out of trouble that wasn't really real it's like oh and then they're and then they're dead um so it's 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 and also backstage to coyote 
fantastic destruction, fantastic creativity. I mean, she made just fabulous artwork. Um, you know, and just to, to how, see. How did you wind up with a coyote? It was a person down the street who had a coyote imprisoned in her basement that she had the nerve to call shaman. Uh, uh, uh. Um, and anyway, and I met the I met the the coyote, miserable, unhappy, large creature, and it got it on with her little white dog, right? And so she um, offered me one, and I was like, oh, I can't resist. Okay, and the wolf the wolf was appalled. Anyway, so we worked it out. Um, you know, and then that coyote earned its freedom. It all got. It just it, it just put its teeth on the human and said, I'm not going, I'm out there. So everybody else got released into the wild because it was a big experiment, but um, but Stella and I cahooted. So yeah, so I, I, I tease a lot of useful trickster teachings um, uh, from, well, I, 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 I've just been assigned. I, I, I love those coyote people. I, lo I love those coyote uh, You've lived with the medicine. Quite literally. Very, very literally. And, you know, uh, I, I did not put a, a pair of leather shoes on the floor for 19 years. Um, well, uh, and also, she would plan. What? No, so I want to just bring up also then for people, because this sort of segues into my next thing, which is, can we talk a little bit about uh, trickster training? Yes. Yes. Well, it is. It's, 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 it's part of an homage uh, to Stella. Um, and so I do have... Um, well, many unfolding venues, coyotenetworknews.com, you can see what's available and, 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 and things developing even right now, you know, um, how shall we be pragmatic mystics? So, yeah, so for a long time, I don't even know how long, I used to be embarrassed at how long I've lived in a place, how long I've done something, but it's like, no, it's good. So for a long time, I have a trickster training later tonight, you know, it's, it's every Monday at nine East Coast time. And it's kind of like this, you know. Uh, it's the frames, but but also how do we cultivate our trickster linguistic skills, our Sufi Aikido skills? You know, how do we, you know, play with these things? And um, yeah, and how do we, um, you know, cultivate? Well, Uranus represents nature's evolutionary experimental genius, and Uranus is in Taurus, animism, everything's alive now for the next seven years. And I sort of view this as our collective eight minutes and 46 seconds, um, you know, because it's, it's the, we, what is available is for us to wheel and deal like coyotes with nature's intelligence. I love Janine Benyus's work in the whole realm of biomimicry rather than looting nature. Why don't we borrow nature's ingenious recipes? And for people who know of her or don't know of her, Janine Benyus, B-E-N-Y-U-S, many TED Talks, a fabulous thing in, in all of our did you know um, realm to talk to anybody because people love beautiful, ingenious things, you know, and so the thing lately that is that I carry with me that the Japanese high-speed bullet train um, was making sonic booms when it entered and left a tunnel and breaking windows. So they go to the, the biomimicry Institute and Janine says, let's look at the kingfisher bird that enters water without a splash. And so they redesigned the front of the Japanese train to be like a kingfisher bird entering water. And so it, it, it enters the tunnel without any disturbance. People go, ooh. So, you know, and, and oyster mushrooms metabolizing diesel oil. And I mean, we're, we're full of beautiful ingenuity. Right. I mean, it's if, if we humbly cooperate with nature, um, and so we've had seven years to do that. It's it's 
Yeah, beauty, beauty and cruelty. We're betting on beauty. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it is, uh, it is such an opportunity to connect with nature and to remember that we are nature and that we are, we are in this relationship, whether, uh, whether we've been conscious of it or not, you know, and it's time to wake up. And I think this is, again, goes back to uh, myth, creativity, uh, animism, everything you've been talking about. Um, so that's why it felt like a really important show to have and to have you on uh, yeah. to just share that with people because I think it's such an important time for that. So how do people, if they want to join into Trickster Training? Oh, well, yeah, coyotenetworknews.com. There's also a trickster training. That'll take you to everything, trickstertraining.com also. People can jump in anytime. You know, it, it's a... That was my next question. Is it an open forum? Yeah, 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 yeah. People come. Some people have been there for decades, you know, and, you know, and it's been through many phases. I mean, we're all reinventing, right? So I'm wondering how to make it. It's trickster training council. And, and, and right now it's, you know, I go chime in anytime and send questions, you know, and people sort of do. And sometimes I have wonderful guests and, and stuff. Um, but but it, is, it is, at this point, it's very much me talking. But I want, but I want to break it up so it's more counseling. And, it, and it's had in different years, people would bring up, you know, like, how do I resolve this conflict with my neighbor, right? And we would give fun experimental things, and then they would go report next week going, oh, that worked really well, you know. Um, so, yeah, so people can jump in anytime. It's it, incredibly inexpensive. What can I say? It's $200 for three months. There you, there you go. Special secret Facebook page. Um, yeah, and then there's personal readings that I'm still doing um, and, uh, and, and crafting some other courses, right? Crafting some other courses. Yeah. So is it a, uh, a Zoom event? Is it a phone event? I don't even know. No, it's only audio. And, and, and it was kind of cute. It's like the summer solstice thing I did with Deborah Filmoth. She was like, thank God it's not Zoom. Uh, anyway, so I mean, <laughs> I, I, I like Zoom. Hello, everybody. We like it. You know, and, but I, and I've been using Zoom for, for years with clients doing astrological readings. It's cool phone or zoom um you know and then also doing a lot of teaching on zoom but there's something radio is invisible and audio and and i and i'm keeping the monday nights just kind of audio because it's kind of that's wonderful too just yeah i i used to host a radio show for many years and i yeah i, I love the radio and, and right. i was mean, in, invisible, so. invisible is fun uh, but it's been fun with zoom and it sort of seems apropos to have you on the zoom because uh i will tell you my first my first uh foray into zoom was you uh, oh. yeah <laughs> when I was booking my first appointment with you you're like do you want you know phone or zoom and I'm like what's zoom let me google that <laughs> oh cute uh, that was really so, yeah that was yeah. right so here it, I am <laughs> well the well the technology of communing and and say I like um Bruce Damer who's a festival mad wizard NASA scientist entheogenic person um and radio guest um but he so nasa pays him to study the origins of life and he said the origin of life is community it's like okay that's great yeah right and and um so um, and 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 you know everything can be imprisoning or liberating including zoom <laughs> right so so but yeah. but it's a way to for global convening you know and and there's all kinds of things for us to play with, you know, to, to, to have people humming again without, you know, with, with a fresh, lively, but inviting in trickster. And I think that's part of our dedication now, you know, um, you know, to give to each part of our psyche, the work it does best. And I think Saturn, our authority is, is actually 
least understood. Saturn is really a part of us that's really strong now and good at setting intention and defining things and taking vows, but it's terrible at like, well, how are we going to do that? How are we going to have it? It's like, no, no, that's not Saturn's job. Here comes Trickster Coyote. Jupiter and Uranus chime in and say, we'll do the booking. You just tell us what, right? And, and that's kind of our dynamic right now going, Saturn, just say, just say what and do common sense things to make it, you know, whatever, but don't, but don't let the, um, the illusion of realism be an imaginative impediment. Don't, don't, worry, don't worry about the how part. And see, I think this is important for all of us. It's like if we start with the desirable vision, avenues of possibility and intrigue and trickster coyote synchronicity open up much more than if we start with how shall we do this? Because then everybody goes to war, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I always have a hard time having entering conversations that are creative based. I've worked with some creators where they're very like, okay, well, tell me how you're going to, like, they start to go from like this really intense structure. And I'm, I feel, I've always been very shut down by that. Uh, right, I know well, there's no creators that work from that place, but it's. Uh, yeah, well, Neptune says, let's just, let's wonder. Yeah, exactly. Let's wonder. Let's, let's wonder. Because, you know, because see, we're in this wondering and then Uranus call and response trickster genius. And so it says, whenever we wonder, we wonder. You know, it makes us a cauldron that, that attracts revelation. I wonder how the hell, oh, okay. And then we're in this call and response. Oh, is true really is true. You know, okay, synchronicity. We are meeting the right people. You know, there's something larger than ourselves. Uh, some genius is scheduling us. There we go. Yeah, it's a relief. And and we are, and we look, you know, we have, we are the physical manifestation of spirit. We are living energy and that energy can transform and, and uh, create whole new things that are completely unexpected. Um, yes. So, you know, but only if we access the imagination. Anyway, this has been an amazing conversation. I know ah. you probably have to get ready for trickster training. And I am so grateful that you came in here tonight. And, oh, uh, it is it is a pleasure. I love I love our uh, unfolding uh, alliance cahooting. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and any anything else you want to add before we go? We're not on a set timeline here, so uh, if there is anything that, that we didn't. Well, get does to anybody? Well, let's say it's a, into the culture. It's a, it's a it's a relatively small team right here. But does anybody yeah. want to uh, ask a question? I, I I loved Roberta at the beginning. Can't wait for this. Excited all day. Well, I hope it wasn't. <laughs> I hope it wasn't a disappointment. Um, <laughs> Um, expectation is the partner of disappointment, but willingness, the dance partner of life. I think that's maybe, uh, that's a, 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 a wolf I might want to go out on because I do love, um, uh, we do say, you know, pr prison and freedom, right? Expectation is the partner of disappointment. Oh, I knew it when, okay, okay. but willingness, the Yornis trickster says to everybody, you know, I'm going to connect you to the coolest things possible, inward, outward, right? whatever all i want from you is willingness and so we go we are we're willing okay we're um you know and um uh so yeah we're we're willing we're available you know and see even just the simple thing you know okay our our inward our inward dedication strengthens our outward signal so we're more likely to be danced into place and see even just the simple thing you know okay we're available dance us into place where we can do the most good, have the most fun, contribute our gifts. And the backstage goes, that'll do. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Roberta said, not at all, even more excited. Oh, so. that's adorable. That's adorable. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah and one, so, day so, you have to, one day you two have to meet. You love each other. That's um, great. That's great. Well, we do. We do. It's a memory of the future. Um, right. And see, so Jornis does say, we, all we want from you is, is a statement of availability, not vulnerability, availability and willingness. We go, we are. We're willing. There we go. Yeah. Well, uh, I just want to tell everybody while you're still on here that uh, uh, Making the Gods Work for You, highly recommend the book. Check it out. And I recommend listening to the books. I think that- That's, that, that's, uh, that's the easiest available right now, right? Well, yeah. and I, see, I don't even know. Is it, is it me? Is it me talking? I don't even know. Yes, that's why I like it. It's your tone. It's your voice. Okay. Stories. And so uh, uh, Making the Gods Work for You. And uh, Visionary Activist is like, nine hours of material or something like that it's, it's really it's pretty important. yeah well it was it was great because i did i did um yeah visionary activists I, I, well it was interesting with sounds true they want me to do this thing way back and and i wanted to call it visionary activist astrology and they're like no activism doesn't sell and i i said really it's hinayana <laughs> honky you know enlightenment solo from you know whatever and they were wrong um, um, and so it is now called visionary activist astrology. And, and so the, I did that and, and, and I, I, people do love it. And, but I, I, I'm, I'm speaking so slowly in that thing that it's, yeah. I, I sort of am patient with myself, but, um, and Actually, then. It not slow at all though. What? It, like listening to it, it didn't read slow. It didn't, that's great. That's very interesting. I never once thought it, it was slow. So that's well, interesting. Well, and, the, and, then, and then just again, you know, I thought, okay, now I should write a book, right? But being a language Libra, I didn't do anything. But, but I did hone my frequency. And so somebody called me out of the blue and said, you don't remember me, but when I was an acting student at Brown University, you did a reading for me. And we both said I was going to be a literary agent, even though neither one of us knew what that was. And now I am going to help you. And I'm like, yes, okay. Um, so she got a great book deal going and so I wrote the book and then the book became another sounds true we did a live performance of the book so the the, the recording into a book into a recording and and then a radio show and then it, it turned into a lot of stuff yeah that's the visionary activist right right because sounds yeah. true sent sent those yeah. recordings to KPFA in Berkeley unbeknownst to me right I mean see all all these opportunities have kind of happened synchronously yeah. And somebody called me and said, you know, we played your recordings on the air and got this huge response. Would you like a show? And they said Pacific is a pain in the butt and it doesn't pay anything. I go, perfect. All right. <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. Right. 23 years later, still yeah, in. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And since you, you know what, you brought up the reading uh, also for everybody, uh, highly recommend getting, uh, you can also go to Coyote News Network. No, no, right? Coyote yep. Network News. It's, it's Coyote Network News. Okay, good. Good right, correction right, there. It's, uh, it's, it's and RCNN. You can you can uh, book a private session with uh, Carolyn, which is also an interesting experience. Uh, I, 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 I really do like the work I'm doing right now um, with people and, and uh, larger groups and stuff. And, and I think that's what we, we get to go, yeah, do we love our work? And it's like, yeah, and this beautiful language that I like so much more and more, yeah. And if not, we should uh, start creating new work for ourselves, um, yeah. one form or another, right? Available. Yeah. Thank you so much thank for you. being here. Thank you. And, thank, uh, you. thank you, Spirit Brother. Yeah. Uh, have a great trickster training tonight. Okay, Doc. And I look forward to connecting you with again in the future. Wonderful. All righty. Bye for now. Yeah.